Welcome back to Range Anxiety TV. And since everyone loved the episode on Boob going roll racing, we thought we'd actually bring you the anatomy of a very, a very special competitive and multiple time winning roll racing car that's part of our Powertech tuning stable. Those in the know will know that this car belongs to John Munro. He's a mad GDR aficionado and Myself and my offsider Gareth Norton were responsible for building this car from day one. It's been through a few different phases of development. However, it started life as a 45th anniversary, I think it's 2015, 2015, 14. 14. 2014 uh, gold jetty, a very rare colour. These cars are extremely rare. And when John got it, he sent it to us and said, build it into the ultimate businessman's pack for me. And uh, we did that. Billet 4.4 litre engine. Fantastic, eh? Billet block, big cubes, big stroke, lots of torque. We had some little bolt on turbos on it back then. Uh, ran it on Cobb access port with switchable E85 98 maps and it was fast you know it was a low nine second car maybe a high eight second car running about 30 pounds of boost it was a pretty cool thing but as John likes to say I want more so we've been through a couple of iterations and now we have the ultimate what I believe GDR the only thing that remains the same from the last build is the 4.4 billet engine it's been refreshed Beautiful thing, all the internals from, it's got a, oh, I forget what brand crank it's got in it. Big American one. It's got a um, ETS rotating assembly in it, uh, steel rod still. Um, so it doesn't have any aluminium rod that are, you know, specialty to it because we don't want that sort of level of uh, maintenance. These things, those things have to be lifed all the time. This is a car you can just get in, drive. It rarely breaks, which is strange for a GDR, but we put that down to the fact that we, did put a lot of love, care, time, and a decade of knowledge building these cars into this particular vehicle. So let's have a look at some other certain aspects of it. The GDR buffs out there will realize, will notice that the profile of this car is very, very stock looking, and that's the key as far as I'm concerned. Too many people with GDRs upset the high speed balance of the car by putting dumb aero stuff on them that isn't balanced. Now in this instance, we're running standard suspension. It's good enough for what we want, tends to work pretty well. Well, under any circumstances, whether it's roll racing, drag racing, even a little bit of track work. So with the stock suspension, stock ride heights, we run the stock splitters front and rear. That whole era of this car was designed to work with the factory suspension. We even keep the rolling diameters of the wheels and tires pretty much the same. However, you will notice that they've got big um, drag radials on an 18, They're only just clear the 410 rotors uh, that the GDRs come with. Now, well, in this late version anyway. Thing here though, is that we've replaced in an effort to that reduce unsprung mass. This is still a very heavy car. This car hasn't had a diet as such. You know, kind of like if I was a GDR, that would be me, <laughs> if you get that. Um, but we have got some, we bought some carbon brakes for it. As you can see down there, they're carbon composite. They save about, I think it's 20 kilos overall. It's nothing really, but when you're doing super high speed at the racetrack and you want to stop, you don't need stuff like parachutes, whatever. You just need good carbon brakes, bang, foot on them, pulls up on its nose. So yeah, we've put a lot of work and thought into the safety of it. And while we're back here, 
the nemesis of the GDR is always the a transmission. Now this car, amazingly over its lifetime, has never eaten a box. It's never blown one up. No kidding, this is some sort of record for GDR. Let me look, no, it's still in there. That is a Shep Stage 5, Shep Trans from the USA. Stage 5, Trans in there with all of the good bits, the extreme gear set, uh, 22 plate clutch. It's, it's got everything, this box, and no, you don't get them out of a box of Fruit Loops. They are actually very expensive. However, it is proven to be pretty faultless. You blow up your normal GDR box and build it two or three times. It's about the same cost as one of these, and you don't have to pull it in and out constantly. So yeah, there it is from the side. It looks very stock. It doesn't go stock though, because under there, with the new setup on it, in fact, we'll go back around the front and we'll have a look at the new setup in a minute, but First, we'll go around the back and have a look at some stuff there. As you can see, around the back, she's all pretty stock, apart from this big whopping Tomei Titanium Extreme. Extreme, don't you love that? Titanium exhaust system. Um, it was basically what we get at the time. It's full five inch. There's no mufflers, no restriction in it. It is a proper racetrack exhaust for a racetrack car. Um, and yeah, just as a side note, for those that are interested, um, Tomei, great Japanese name, up there with G-Ready. We're going to run a competition. Who can tell me what G-Ready actually stands for? I know, but if you can answer in the comments, you might win one of these plaid uh, bangles and I'll send it to you so you can say, hang on, I just gave the answer away, and uh, I like Telstra's. So answer below and... Uh, We'll see what comes of it. So yeah, from the back, she's just got that typical big fat GDR bum and it looks killer. But let's now move up to the front again because we can see how this car puts its power to the ground through its four big drag radials and its Shep Trans stage five box in the back with its big clutches. But what actually generates the power in the first place? We know it's a 4.4. Uh, uh, we know it used to have small turbos on it and it used to have standard ECU on it, but none of that applies anymore. So let's go back around there and have another squeeze. Back to the heart of the matter. You have a look in this engine bay and it looks like someone's tried to stuff an octopus into a jar. It's a very busy engine bay indeed. Dominated, obviously, by the big billet 4.4, big gold block it is, but you can't even see it, right? <laughs> so John actually had the um, a valve, the cam covers, um, two-packed gold and since we put the big boost logic manifold on top you can't really see them either there's just lots of hoses and lots of things going on but the eagle-eyed observers out there in range anxiety land will notice that it's got not only the normal six injectors it's got 12 injectors it's got another six up top in the uh, boost logic intake plenum and um, they are run they are 2000s and it's got 1000s and 2000s. It's got 3000cc of injector per cylinder. It's an odd setup, but it's a setup I like. There are reasons for that that we may discuss or you can ask me about in the comments. But it's now run by a Cyvex limited uh, plug and play ECU. And uh, they are just a fantastic thing. Extremely complex, like it's not something you go out and adjust with a screwdriver. It's like something you go out and get a university degree and then learn how to use. But it is a really beautiful thing. If you want control, it has control. Um, I shouldn't be bandying around figures, but I'm going to. Uh, who wants to know? B 
Best up we've seen out of this so far is about 1,500 horsepower at the hubs at 35 PSI boost through the, it now has an extreme turbo systems Pro 1900 turbo kit. 35 PSI is nothing. I expect at 40 to 45, which it will be at very soon, if not by the time you watch this video, we should be seeing mid 16, 17s uh, at the hubs on the mainline hub dyno. If you want the best, go to mainline. They're not Stellantis. And <laughs> it, it should be quite a fearsome package. You know, after that, the little zone or big zona rotor turbos on it will start to run out of horsepower potential and capability. But it'll be a mad, mad ride at that sort of grunt. So, you know, while there's people out there like roll racing is a sport for people that are challenged in a lot of ways, as you've seen from Bob's efforts lately, but uh, there's a lot of um, mud gets flung around there and names get cold, but serious, if you think you're gonna beat this, you're either gonna be A, lucky, or something's gone wrong with it, because if it's running properly, I'll throw down the gauntlet to you. You ain't getting anywhere near it unless you're driving a Telstra. No, not even a Tesla will get anywhere near this thing, not even a Plaid, I wouldn't think. Um, but yeah, so there it is under the bonnet. It is a really, really, really nice thing. Um, big, the big um, extreme intercooler from ETS on it. Everything's kind of ETS on the pipework side of it. Oh, Magnus dry sump, which is challenging to install to say the least, particularly when you want to retain your air conditioning, because who knows when you might have to pull over the side of the racetrack, have a 20 minute talk on your Bluetooth with the air conditioning on. I mean, isn't that what everyone does? Well, that's kind of what John does, but hey, when you're a businessman, that's what happens. So let's see what it sounds like. You're probably sick of listening to me. So let's listen to the car. And this is going to be tough because this is like, this is cold. It hasn't been started for well, three days. And this is going to be to see if my signature tune works out properly. It's got to crank a few times to sync, but let's just see how it sounds. Righto. I'm not often down here on the ground, but the uh, videographer, you know, the guy, has zoomed right in on the exhaust. So I'm about to tell you, here's the keys. I'm going to start it up and we're going to see how good a tune-up it really is and have a little listen to how good this thing really is. Let's go. Unlock. In the car. Ding, 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 like a GDR does. Take a seat, Martin. Foot on the brake and away we go. Huh? That's music for the ears, that one. And if you get right down close again, you can smell that E85. And as Gareth always says to me, the smell of burning E85 in the morning makes him hungry. So thank you once more for watching Range Anxiety. I always say listening, but actually watching Range Anxiety. Hope you enjoyed it and we'll actually show you some of this car live in the flesh, actually racing very, very soon. Ciao for now. Bye.